Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. So we are finally getting to the NFL season. It's hurting our hearts so bad. You have me, Cam, and you have Mike and Renard on the line. What's up, guys? Good morning. What's up, what's up, what's up? Good morning. No, I had that good of a morning for me. I'm sorry. And why is that? We had to mourn the loss uh-huh. of the offense of one of my teams that I wanted to be in the Super Bowl. And, and, and it took away my chances to see the AFC championship that I wanted to see. So it's not that good of a morning for me. Well, oh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Gonna well, would, you like for us, would you like for us to give him a moment of silence now or you want to wait till we talk about it? I say we, we give him wait. a moment of silence. I'm with that. I'm, I'm with that. All right. Let's give him a moment of silence, Sean. <laughs> and he goes, I have during the moment. See, he, he can't even take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> How you gonna laugh during the moment of silence, dude? That's just messed up. Right. So anyway, anyway, y'all, y'all know what day it is. Y'all know what day it is. You are a Packers fan or a Forty Nineers fan. You are probably one of the happiest, the happiest groups of people in the world right now. If you are a Titans and a Chiefs fan, you are probably elated. Especially if you are a Titans fan, um, and definitely a Chiefs fan because I'm, I'm just telling you, um, everybody. I'm pretty sure you all bore witness to the games of last week, and we're going to recap those real quick, and then we're going to get into what's happening with today's game and what those what those look like. And I'm just telling y'all, we are all very very excited. Even though none of our teams are in there, um, you know, not uh, a so. man. <laughs> none of our You're teams, no lady, so you so stupid. <laughs> you know, none of our teams made it, unfortunately, and you know, um, there will come a time when we have a show we talk about what they all need to do in order to be competitive next year. Uh, we talked about that a little bit in the meeting, and you know, Cass had a lot to say. Have to admit, I agree with her because it's, it's. I don't know, man. You know, you look at sports now, you're like, okay, what's going on? Why, why is that the mode of how we do things? And we'll discuss more of that. But anyway, happy. So we're going NFL to start today. <laughs> yes, happy NFL Sunday. We're going to start today because we definitely want Renard to get this out because he was looking forward to a great season. And a great finish from Seattle. And let's see if he got that when Seattle went up against the Green Bay Packers. Now, me being a Vikings fan, the hardest thing for me to do was actually go against my two lovely co-hosts and pick the Packers. But I've seen the Packers. Oh, well, I've noticed. Let's keep it real. I've seen it. You, so wait, wait you, a minute, didn't, hold on. you didn't. 
No, mm-hmm. I'm just going to add something. Keep it real. You didn't like particularly either one of the teams. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. That's why it's, I don't like Seattle. You can go back seasons on this show and know that I don't like Seattle, even when they won the Super Bowl. I'm not a Seattle fan. But I understand Aaron Rodgers and his game because we have to see it so much in the division that I cover. Plus, I know how he is in the postseason, and I know how he commands what he commands and doesn't panic on the field. And I just knew that that would work, but it hurt me. You could have possibly threw a Mack truck at me before I had to make that pick, and I would have accepted that. But it is what it is. I made the pick. Yep. And – the Green Bay Packers pulled it out. In fact, the biggest last to me is the Green Bay Packers were picked prior to the regular season even starting, prior to a snap even being played in the preseason. They were actually picked as one of the strongest teams to go to the Super Bowl. And here we are. Well, yeah, somebody predicted I'm it right. I'm going to keep it real. I did not expect, although the run, the lack of uh, the running game for Seattle has been documented that once that happened and that was the whole reason they brought Beast Mode back, I still didn't think that it was going to hurt them as much as it did. And then for you to go ahead and spot the Packers with as many points as they did, it was not looking good early on for me. Well, no, when you I had, I had confidence. That that uh, Russell Wilson could, could or Sierra's husband could bring him back, but it didn't quite work out that way. Russell Wilson or Sierra's are those two different people? Are they, I thought they were. <laughs> no, they two I, uh, so many people don't know who Russell Wilson is. They know who Sierra's husband is. So How I have to make sure I said both. not know who Russell Wilson is. Russell Wilson uh-huh. won the Super Bowl before Sierra was even in. His life there, she was still over there with future. So I don't what? disagree with that statement, but I feel there's enough people out there that still call him Sierra. Sanders. I don't know who Sierra is. I'm really lying, but if it came to football, I don't know who the chick is. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, <buddy. laughs> uh, we know. I mean. The one you thing you got, you got, you got, you got, you, so we know. You, well, you got to keep it honest, man. You know, when you look at that game and taking, even though they kept it close, right? The fact that they had to play from behind from jump just put them in a bad position. They they were ne- they would never took control of a game once they got the ball back. You know, and and you can see that difference in between how they played. And you know, in the game, in the game where um, Kansas City played, when they got the ball back, they took control of the ball. They took control of the game. Seattle didn't do the same thing. That's why they ended up losing because they did not get that back. Once every time Green Bay got the ball, they're like, "Oh, okay, we gonna just do this." Because as long as they keep them off the field, you can't score. You know, so I, I it think wasn't that even, it, it 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 was just. Much better game clock management. The, the, oh yeah, just on the Green Bay. The side. Packers just, and didn't it, do it, anything spectacular. Spectacular at all. It was real. They played. They played. But, they played their game, and they just kept. They managed the clock slightly better than the other team. And you know, when you looking at you know how you get down. I remember 
uh, the the uh, timeout counted to certain part of the game. But, you know, it's like all of that stuff matters, man. You know, if you make one mistake against Green Bay, they are the type of team, team that will capitalize on you. And they just, they I don't just, even they think just Green have Bay a way. Cares. I, I, I really just think Green Bay plays their plays to win. I don't think yeah. they care. I, I don't. I don't I think agree. they play to not lose. And there's a whole. There's that's a different chemistry. Green Bay there doesn't play difference. to not yeah. lose. They just play to win. They don't care if that win is by one point. And so what they understand is they have to keep themselves in check. They can never go into panic mode. They can't rush this, even no matter what the clock says. They have to play smart ball because they're here to win. So if I can't get anything going on offense, then defense. I just need y'all. Their defense is killing us, so we need y'all to make sure that they don't score anything else. So you put them in such an uncomfortable predicament that they're forcing throws, they're not making smart plays, or they're making plays so fast to try to hurry up and score. that they That's just something. Green Bay does not play to not lose, period. They always play to win. And I know people are probably going to hear this and be like, everybody plays to win. No, everybody does. Everybody a lot does. of teams play just to not they, lose the game. And that's, the and that's game. the famous statement from Renard. That's the famous statement from We know Go people ahead. play to not lose because the whole prevent defense exists. I hate the yeah. not play to not lose thing. I hate yeah. that. Play to win. I hate it. I hate exactly. the prevent I mean, defense. You know, if you're just out, you know, some – and that, that's just a barometer where teams are during the season and where they are with their personnel, you know. Um, we've seen teams go 0-11. We've seen that. Yeah, it ain't nothing new. But, you know, when you look at, it, look at it from that perspective all the way to those teams that are undefeated or, you know, close to it, man, it's, it's all of that plays. So much important. Your attitude about why you set them on the field. If you just show enough to get a paycheck, your your team your, your team's record is indicative of that attitude across everybody. When you have a, when you have built a um, community, for lack of a better word, and a team philosophy on no matter when we step on the field, we are there to win. That's totally different mindset. Well, That's championship every, mindset. Every, I think everybody goes into most games preparing to win, but yeah, those they, little plays, yeah. when they look at the clock and they're like, oh, my God, we're it, it, mm-hmm. it's a minute less and we're down by three, and they begin to rush these plays. That's when they go into the, I don't want to lose. We can't lose. We can't lose. We can't lose. We can't lose. Well, then there you go. Then you're going to play right, right. like, can I say, can't right. lose. You can't, you're like, I can't lose, right. You know, if, you, if you're still in the game, you know, that's that's the, the mentality versus we can't lose. And you're saying, no, we're still in the game. We got this. Totally different thing. And I'm not saying that Seattle didn't do that. I'm pretty sure that's, you know, the, my, that was the mindset, at least to a point. But, you know, they not in the next round. <laughs> you know, so there's not much and you can even and, say. And, and we're gonna and we're gonna keep why in, in there because there's something we're gonna piggyback on and um, bring back up. And, and Seattle is a team, one of the teams we're gonna use as an example because there's just something that's just bugging me lately in the NFL. Uh, Renard, did you have anything to say? Because I know you really wanted to see Seattle go. Well. I'm going to go on the flip side of what you said before you started talking about it. I hate the Packers. I hate everything they stand for. <laughs> but, but I will also add 
the reason I have I picked against the Packers, I have not been impressed by the Packers all season. And I think as much as it takes a team to not mess themselves up, and as much as they own fault, I still feel like, and I'll use a basketball reference in comparison to it, uh, I still feel like the Packers are the beneficiary <laughs> of the other team's bad luck. The basketball benefic- uh, comparison would be when Golden State won their first championship. They didn't play against a healthy point guard that whole season. Well, the Packers, they didn't go up against a full strength, uh, a full strength Seattle. And I'll admit, I, although their their depleted running game should have factored in, I did not realize their the depleted running game would affect them as much as it turned out to affecting them. Yes, it was great to bring back beast mode. That was fun. But they had went through a first string and a second string running back and lost both of them. And I did not think that it was going to hurt them as much as it did. I was confident in Russell Wilson. I was confident in that he has been the comeback king all season. Uh, if you were to remove Lamar Jackson out of the, the MVP candidacy, it was Russell Wilson. That was the candidacy. Uh, that was the second place. That's the likely second place vote yet. Um, I am not impressed with the Packers, but I also understand the Packers are going to do what they got to do. They're going to make sure they win. They're going to pull it out. And that's what they did. I am not happy, but I also, on, if I add to it, I'm not impressed by the NFC this year, period. NFC, I really couldn't care less. Going into the playoffs, I kept on saying the Super Bowl was going to be, ironically, a game that's not going to happen. I kept on saying the Super Bowl was going to be the Ravens versus the Chiefs. That's what I kept saying. I am not impressed by the NFC. And a lot of people are impressed by the 49ers. I really am not. I really am not. And to, to, to remove the game that I wanted to see, to, to remove the team that I – I literally had expected the NFC championship to be two teams that are now out of the playoffs. My my pick for the NFC championship was the Seahawks versus uh, the Saints. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> I know, right? Right. And the reason why that didn't happen is that we can go ahead and transfer to the other game so we can keep everything on time. Uh, the, the reason why that didn't happen is because the Vikings initially beat the Saints 26-20. But then they came along. And nobody nobody on. over here is upset with that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. We're That's not upset with that at all. But that oh, next no. round, that following round, you know, that occurred last weekend, that's a totally different story as the 49ers and look, Vikings went head-to-head. Look here. And let, me, let me break that game <laughs> down. Let me break that game down real quick. Go we ahead. was just there so we wouldn't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have liked to have won? Yes. But we won. We went to our Super Bowl. Your Super Bowl was making the playoffs. As long as the Saints don't ever win anything, if it's up to us, we are okay. <laughs> we yeah, played yeah. that game. 
like it, that was our last will and testament. Did we want to go to the Super Bowl? Yes, and that's something that Vikings fans are being very vocal about. But we're going to have, we're going to ensure that we get the last twenty minutes today because there are several things that we want to talk about from Paul, um, the two great coaches of making it to the Hall of Fame. Um, Renard's favorite person, Antonio Brown's agent, quit on him. Um, things that a lot of times. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. He did, he yeah. No, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. How you going to do that? How you going to do that? Because what we're doing now is we taking up the time that we want to use for it. Let's get this done. Let's, let's, you know. Um, you did that to me, yeah. though. So we have on, several, man. several Just things that we want to cover. So we're going to get this out the way. And for us, that was our Super Bowl. Unfortunately, we we and we'll I'll talk. I'll break that down a little later. We didn't make it. The Forty ers were going to make it. We had a a, a a probably a seven minute window fighting chance. So you know, with, with that being said, <laughs> a whole seven minute window. Whole seven, seven minute window, man. And she yeah, ain't talking about seven minute game time hey. window. She's talking about seven minute real time window. Because game well, time hey, is I, not long. It's, it's a long time. Real time window, time. seven minutes. A whole seven minutes. Wow. Seven minute Damn. window. And, and But I'll be breaking that down a little later so that people will understand that they lost with. and the 49ers are marching on down the field. And then we've got Derrick Henry who. Uh. The new beast uh, mode. <laughs> the new beast mode. What, what, was, what was what was what was that that wolf that that used to the the I'm gonna look it up. That's what I'm gonna do. This is exactly who he is. It, it's Man. supposed to be extinct. <clears throat> all I know is I'm I was about to like... say you called him Cujo. <laughs> he, he's Cujo. <laughs> That's a dog. <laughs> That's a dog. Oh. <laughs> That's kind of, I don't know. <laughs> Cujo, all I know, old is, yellow, no with us. All I know is watching that kid, watching that dude run, I was like, yeah, dude. That's what he's like. Dire he's wolf. like the dire wolf was the biggest wolf, and it, they supposedly are extinct. I don't believe any. a lot of things are extinct, but, you know, maybe a Tyrannosaurus right? <laughs> but the dire wolves, if anybody knows the history, they were huge. I mean, they could take down a horse. These these species that are believed to no longer be roaming the earth, which I don't believe, um, were massive. And when they came through, they didn't take down, like, a horse. They were taking out herds of horses. So if anyone's ever really, truly been around a horse, that's not an easy thing to do. And one wolf could take out several. And... He's back. The dire wolf is back, and they drafted him. Well, no, they picked him up and put him on the Tennessee Titans. And obviously, he is taking whole teams with him on his back. He's running through horses like you would not believe. And today, I believe he is going to run through a lot of little Indian chiefs. It's not going to be pretty. At all. Um, well, I don't know if Andy Reid has an answer for this. I know. Right? Well, if we keep it like real, a mad truck. But we keep it real. We not, he already knocked over a few horses, a.k.a. the coat, 
before the playoffs started. But and this man is huge. He is man. doing. Uh, he is my favorite type of running back. All I know. Cash is that knows he's this. Like... Yeah. Cash knows this. Oh, I love. Oh. He is built and doing what I used to love. My man. favorite running back not too long ago. My favorite running back not too long ago was Brandon Jacobs. He used to use those big thighs and just take them to your chin. And that is what Dude. Derrick Henry is doing. He's man, high steps. And most people high, high steps. Most people high steps to keep keep themselves from, from getting tackled. He is high stepping, taking them high knees up to your chin. And if you're dumb enough, if you're brave enough, oh my God, somebody said it the other day, and I agree 100%. Secondary. Cornerbacks are having to make business decisions. Do I really want to tackle this guy? <laughs> <laughs> they are making business decisions. I think it's a group effort. I think it's a group effort. I really, I honestly think that they have meetings, and so they get the corners and at least two of the safeties and probably a tackle. Right, like you grab one leg, I'm gonna grab the other. You jump on his back, Man, and I'm gonna just like dude. push his chest there. And he's, just, he's just he's one he of those get like so twenty yards. He'll get like four. I, I mean, you're, he's one of those. You're backs talking to that a guy so strong that if you don't hit him the right way, he's not going down. It's just no. I mean, when you watch him, and, you, watch and you're going with him. A couple of, right, when I watched him bounce off a, a couple of the tackles and then double stiff arm one of dudes, I was like, damn. I <laughs> <laughs> you know, he is definitely he is definitely a great at what he does, man. You can't even take it away from him, and it's gonna be up to that defense at Kansas City to shut him down they, and they definitely have they uh they worked out, out for him. He ain't gonna be a, he he ain't gonna be an easy it ain't gonna be easy. It ain't gonna be easy. <laughs> and it's crazy because I think Kansas City has the hardest job between down and you know Green Bay and San Francisco. I think that's the that might be the hardest game today. Uh, and, and and although Kansas City's team, although Kansas City's defense have gotten good in recent weeks, that their overall defense they are still one of the worst running defenses in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so that's gonna it's gonna definitely be a test for them. But as far as Green Bay and and San Francisco game goes today. I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, eh, I really don't care. <laughs> I'm not a fan of either team um, in, in that regard. And even though the Packers are from the NFC North, I really could care less if they win the Super Bowl. It's just, it is one of those days, you know. Um, I'm, I'm like, well, no, I, didn't, I didn't see anything. I don't think anybody's. They didn't do anything special this year as far as winning. They just play like they normally play. They play like themselves. And they're just they're just, you know, um terribly consistent with, you know, with playing their game and that's why they are where they are. San Francisco on the other hand, I'm like uh, I mean, you know, I haven't seen a lot of their games. Um, but the ones I have seen, I'm like, I, I'm not thoroughly impressed as, you know, um what they played, like you said, most of the teams. You know, when you look at the type of season and the type of competitors the team plays, that does matter. You're not playing, you know, the hardest teams in the league. You can, yeah, you can go and have your, you know, undefeated season. 
or somewhat of a season and make it to the playoffs. We've seen we saw that with Dallas and that whole, you know, uh <clears throat> that whole uh, division and how that was. But I think today just really it's it's a t- it's really just um it's a fifty fifty shot on each one of them. Man. He's gay. <clears throat> I couldn't I wouldn't put any money on either one. <laughs> Be totally honest with you. I don't think I can do it. I don't see it. I, I could put money you know. on the. I I put money on that Niners game. I don't think it's gonna be a conversation. I think the Niners might win. I think the Niners are gonna destroy them because the Niners, even in the game that they won, thirty-eight to nine, they weren't even full strength. Part of their, the two of their best defenders didn't even play in that game. This is not gonna be a conversation. I, can, I went into that game that they played in week 12, mm-hmm. and I just said, this is going to be a close game, and the, the Packers might win, but I expect the Niners to win, but the Packers got a chance. I'm not, I wasn't surprised the Packers lost, but I was surprised they got, they got destroyed because I kept on saying, going into that game, I'm not confident in Garoppolo. But clearly, Garoppolo is not the one I need to be paying attention to because that defense, oh, my God. I am looking forward to watching Aaron Rodgers uh, be more green from the grass than he is from his jersey coat. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess. I guess when it comes to that and Aaron Rodgers, that's not a thing for me. I just Aaron Rodgers has never had a great O line, so he has learned to some kind of way go to speak to the turf and the grass and be like. I'm on my way down. Just save me. Or he's dislocated so many parts of his upper body that they don't even know they dislocated until the end of the game. They're like, oh, oh, you probably shouldn't have been thrown with your entire rotator cuff. We're sorry about that. You might need to go over there and see the people and get a sling. What? No, I'm just saying. He's been injured that much. So, you know, and he don't care. He's like one of the few quarterbacks that walks off to the side. He just don't care. I just you have to give it to him. He doesn't he's care. The guy, it, you know, he stay. He does play. He's a hard. Uh, he's he's definitely a formidable quarterback, and you know, an athlete. You cannot take it away from him. He's probably one of the toughest quarterbacks that we've been able to, to you know, have the pleasure of experiencing, regardless of whether you know he's on our favorite team or not. But just just to watch him play, like dude, be getting jacked up. <laughs> he really does. Like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he, 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 he gets out there, man. He, he just does a lot of stuff that you don't see other people. It do. doesn't matter. I mean, Renard, not, not, Renard is just not. We we could stop. He he's not gonna do it. He's not. I'm not asking him to do it. I'm, you know, I don't expect him to. I'm just you know, the, I look at it like this, man. The rain's on the wall already, so it's not really much you can argue about. <laughs> Others just not like him because he's on Green Bay. You can't say Green Bay because we, we, you know, we Bears fans, and that's just the nature of the beast of the game. Um, the other highlight of today is going to be Derrick Henry doing what he can against the Chiefs, and let's see what uh, Patrick Mahomes does. I think that's the. I actually think that's going to be a good game. Um, you know, uh, I don't think it's going to be. It's definitely not going to be easy on the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, they're stopping Derrick Henry. If you watched the game last week, you you already saw what, you know, Baltimore couldn't do anything. Um, they would 
I don't think I don't think they stopped him at all. Now that I think about it. I need to <laughs> talk about that really quick. I don't understand <laughs> what I saw. I felt like the little boy off the, the six <laughs> I was out there looking at Baltimore like I see dead people. Like I was like, what is this? Lamar, Dude. what happened? What what Dude. what's going on? This was a Dude. team that so many people just knew were going to the Super Bowl. This was a team Lamar Jackson came in after Darner being bashed and had a great, great season, calmed a lot of doubters, ideas, and opinions of him, and came to this after having a beautiful bye. And, well, he was there. We saw him. (laughs) The thing is, as much as we want to put it on Lamar. It's not all on Lamar. They didn't have their running back. They just didn't. And as I much as we want to blame didn't it on have, Yoffa, I, I have never seen minute. Lamar hold the ball as long as he did. I've never seen Lamar run. I don't know where he was running to. Nah, if, you talk, I, I, have, I, if you want to talk about somebody that was panicking. Lamar's running game, Lamar's running game gave him a couple of things. One, it guaranteed that people wouldn't zero in on him. Two, it kept the defenses honest. And three, it gave him a good check down. He didn't have any hey, of, that, of that. But I'm not like, Yeah, none of that. He, he, he didn't have Man. any of that. Oh, that was terrible. As much as I want to put it on him, it wasn't just that. Baltimore's defense was good all season. They did not look good at all last week. They did not look good at all. Earl Thomas they was not looking like, like Earl Thomas. <clears throat> they almost look like the team that, you know, even because of bye week, man, it can either work for you or work against you. You know what I mean? It, it, that week off, while you in the middle, while you at the height of competing, and you all of a sudden you got to take the week off and it's just practicing and things like that. Um, and then the next time you got now, now you got to get in game mode. So I think are things that, that I'm not trying to hear in the week, NFL. But in week seventeen, I, I, a lot of I, those I, players in week seventeen, a lot of those players rested as well. So they was on a whole lot of rest. Right. So I right. They didn't say How do you show? Right. How do you show up and with rest, and then that's how you perform. You know, either either they didn't either they didn't have a comparable game plan for Derrick Henry. <laughs> you know, and, and, or they were just flat, and I just, I, I was, man, it's hard to tell when you look at it because I was, I definitely was one of those who, who expected them to win that game, and I, I was sitting there looking like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's what it is, and, and it made no sense to me, no sense. They couldn't connect on anything. Uh, <clears throat> not in the running game was. Gone. The passing game was pretty much shut down. They couldn't do anything. They took over their entire offense too. That's crazy. They were like they were like eight and zero on fourth and one during the regular season. Right. They were zero and two. <laughs> they were zero and two on fourth and one in that playoff game. No, I think and they got like, one. I think they only they got were, one. First. They only got one first down <laughs> the entire game because they went for four. 
they went for they were trying to convert on fourth down the first two series, I think. Something like that. And it was like fourth and like the one fourth and one they ran, a fourth and inches went and then Jackson ran to the right, then came back to the middle. I'm like, what are you doing with the They keyed in on him because there was no running back to say, look, we can't key in on him. Oh, they said the running back back. Well, the running back, the starting runner back didn't play. Oh, he did? The starting running back didn't play. No. No, he didn't play. Oh, well, that that does it. That's it right there. (laughs) That does it. And that leads That'll into do it. the whole conversation that Cass wants to have later on today. Yes, Lord. I'm sorry. Um, yes, I do. <laughs> you know, but when you look at that and you look at the opportunity, like, no, not everybody saw um, the Chiefs and the Texans game. Man, when I tell you that's the best comeback takeover game I've ever seen. Because it happens so fast. Those have to be some of the best NFL memes I have seen since um since me. <laughs> no, since uh what's the quarterback that retired from Indianapolis? Um, Andrew um Andrew Luck, that Andrew Luck, since he became the old the old Army general from like the Civil War, those had to be some of the best tweets it means ever. But until this game, they've been funny. They've been very funny. But when the meme came out and they asked the coach of the Titans, not the Titans, the Titans for a dollar. if he had change for a dollar, he was like. I got one quarter. Ah. Oh damn! I didn't see that one. Oh my god! I saw that. Like no, I I got one quarter. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of memes that came out for that game were just—I couldn't. And I'm going through a lot right now, so very little makes me laugh. Until last week. I just—it uh, was hilarious. How do you? How do you? I mean, how does your team score so many touchdowns that they didn't even have fireworks left for the celebration? They had to apologize to the fans. Damn. In Kansas City. Damn. It, it, it was. I mean, the final score was just ridiculous. I mean, we have a group, ladies and gentlemen. We have a group text, as you can imagine, it's for things like. Uh, talking about our meetings and what we want to do before the meeting. And then from time to time, we shoot memes and we crack a few jokes. The text message is coming from Cass during the game. And then when Kansas City took – Kansas City's winning before halftime. She sent that text message out. Because I'm serious. There, there was moments during last week's football games that I was so bored. I was flipping back and forth. She was making sure that I did not I did not miss nothing this time. Saturday's games were Saturday's games, but Sunday's games was like, whoa. Man, <laughs> all, I, all I can tell you is I was sitting there watching, you know, I watched the Texans just, just rattle off the points, and then I was like, okay, 
Celtics because I think that their game was after after the Baltimore game, right? So I was like, oh, please don't let this be another black Baltimore game. I don't need Patrick to freeze up. This would just be boring all day. But man, when they came back and just like pop, 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 it's six minutes, dude. I think they scored. I think one to score. I think they scored like two touchdowns in almost like six or seven minutes. I was like, what the hell? But I but but here's the crazy thing. I've seen that before. I, I watched that happen at the college game. Um, oh, I, I experienced it as you know, a University of Illinois fan against yeah. State. So I've experienced right, so it's, it. It's but definitely see, the possible. Was, but the way they did it, I was like, oh. And they took and they took the lead at halftime. I was like, ooh. And we see that's not the part that kills me. They came back. That's cool. That's great. But they didn't stop. They just kept exactly. for the rest of the game. They ran. Fireworks. That's like something you see that baseball game. That's a baseball right. game issue. That is not an NFL issue. What in the uh, world is it? Fifty-one to tw- come on, man. Fifty-one to thirty-one. And the same thing was, and they kept going, and it was just like, why? Why, 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 why? Just why? And they just didn't. They said, because we can. Because we can. Man, all, all I'm telling you is, you know, it's still going to come down to that defense got to show up. Hey, if they can stop Henry, you know, and kind of slow him down, they'll have to stop him. Yeah, see, I, I, I think, they, I think I don't they don't need to concentrate on Henry. I think they need to concentrate on Tannehill. Concentrate on Santa Hill. They need to contain Henry. I don't you, think, I don't think you're going to let anybody get to Santa Hill. Like, I, I, I don't think you can stop Henry. I think you can hold, only hope to contain him. And I'm not trying to crack a joke. No, I understand. I mean, that's, I mean, he's that type of quarterback. I mean, it, it, the one thing about it is, you know, depending on – and it really does depend on your defense. It really does depend on your defensive game plan and your defensive scheme, you know, when it comes to to stopping a running back like him. But like you said, you can't just focus on him. He cannot be the main focus of, you know, what they do today defensively. They're going to have to be able to stop down, stop Tannehill and him, you know, and, and really put some type of pressure on the ball where, you know, it, it, it makes a difference. But if they can't do that, man, it's going to be a long day for Kansas City. But I, I equally say it's probably going to be about a long day for Tennessee, too. So I'm expecting it to be somewhat high scoring. I don't know if we're going to reach 100 points today. That would be kind of crazy. But I don't expect it to be the low scoring game just because of the type of offense that they have. You know, because they they both have they both have you know explosive play uh, capability and to be able to do that at any time given the right set of circumstances. I don't think this is going to be a low scoring game. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, and I think that's the reason why uh, Kansas City is going to win because Kansas City. Does, I mean, Tennessee does not want to get into a shootout. The last time Tennessee lost, granted, was against Tennessee. I mean, Kansas City lost was against Tennessee. But that was the first game back that Mahomes came back from injury. That was his mm-hmm. first game back. I think this is going to be a completely different conversation today. I think I don't think Tennessee has the fortitude to keep up in a high-scoring battle. 
It's going to be interesting, y'all. I'm just saying. You got to admit, you got to admit today's game. So, okay, guy. so in that matchup, <laughs> who are you expecting to be the victor? Are you guys expecting Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl? Yes. I yep. am. <clears throat> I would expect that. Yeah, I am. Between Green Bay and San Francisco. No, I think we're gonna be watching forty nine. Go I think the... we're gonna be watching the Red yeah, Bowl. The Red. I think we're gonna be watching <laughs> the Red Bowl. You still really yeah, the minor forty niners and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now State Farm is hoping for it to be Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that was well, another funny meme. That was an yeah, I also sent that to you guys. That those commercials would be. State Farm would be like, forget it. We just gonna sponsor the Super Bowl. Right. They probably would slide right under Pepsi's nose and try. Mm-hmm. We got both options. State Farm wants to be the whole That would be hilarious. Man, the State Farm Bowl. <laughs> just rename it the State Farm and... Bowl. <laughs> but I, I'm expecting for it to be the Red Bowl. Right. I'm expecting, you know, Kansas City to be able to pull it out. I don't like to say before, I don't think it's gonna be hard for them. I just think that um for what they do, Mahomes has just the better edge. You know, I'm not taking anything from Tannehill, um, but I'm not giving anything to Tannehill either. <laughs> you know. I'm thinking with Tannehill, not saying that he's great and all, but I think with Tannehill, it's been proven this season. If you got a decent coach and a decent team around you, I'm not. I'm not a slouch. I think playing playing in Miami was his biggest problem. But oh yeah, uh, that's agreeable across the board. Um, you know, because when you look at it, like you say, right. So I mean, I'm not saying he's a slouch or anything. I'm just you know I'm I'm pulling for Kansas City. Um, I, I like the way they play too. They they're explosive. They're quick off the ball. They make things happen. Um, <clears throat> to me, it's like Tennessee kind of just snuck up on people and stuck into the position. Um, you know, being able to play at the right time, make you know do advance what they need to folks, advance. I think folks were happy with Tennessee. Uh, eliminating the Patriots, they did not want ten- Tennessee to eliminate the the Ravens. It's like okay, oh, you can get rid of the Patriots, right? We, we, we you can get rid of you can get rid of the Patriots. We're okay with that. People weren't okay with with ending what we wanted to see. And honestly, <laughs> honestly, I think that's the only reason I'm probably pulling for pulling for Kansas City. So at least one half of what I wanted to see will be there, because otherwise I don't really care. I really don't care about anybody left in the playoffs. I'm watching for yeah, like football. Right, and at this point, you need to watch it as a fan, you know, <clears throat> a.k.a. football fan, rush people. Um, so, from you know, it's, this is really where, when your team is not in it, where you just, you know, watch as a, as a fan of the game. And as a student of the game, so you you know get to see what your analysis feels like and how how appointed you are with what you know how you see the game, 
with this, though, it's just, I'm like you, man. It's like, other than Kansas City, I really, like, up on the other teams like that to care about whether they win or lose. But in my opinion, Kansas City has played. Has, has such a, uh, <clears throat> I know. <isn't> it? <laughs> uh, Kansas City has had, you know, they've just been a story for the past couple of years, and it's been one I've, I've been I've liked to follow. So it would be definitely, I think, you know, um, cool to see Patrick Mahomes get to the Super Bowl, and whether he plays, you know, Green Bay plays to, uh, or San Francisco, I just think that game with him in it is something to see. Not taking it away from tight from you know Houston, because to me in this case Houston's the underdog of all of them. Houston's not playing. The, I mean, not Houston. I mean Tennessee. I'm sorry. You know. If Tennessee finds a way to win today, I want Tennessee to win to win from the wild card position. I don't really I don't really like the forty ers I don't and I think the reason I don't like the forty ers is I don't like Garoppolo. And I don't like the I don't like uh, Kyle Shanahan, and I forget the GM's name. I don't like him either. I don't like them. I have nothing against the rest of the team. I actually like the rest of the Forty ers but I don't like those. Three. <laughs> I, I don't. Um, you people make it hard for me to like you. I mean, I don't like I don't like Kyle. I, I feel like I feel like the head coach. The QB and the GM for the 49ers is a poster for the good old boys club. And I feel like they people placed them up on this pedestal and they said, this is the next team we want to be so great and grand. It's the part that kills my, that kills my opinion is the rest of the team is actually a good team. Well, it's like, Renard, you kind of can't – it's kind of hard to win your argument because the rest of the players are actually good too. I just don't like them three. And because they – Richard Sherman is out here looking like the wily veteran that's teaching everybody. You have an, a defensive line that's like, look, nobody's getting past us, and not only are – you're not getting past us, we're coming for you. I mean, the running backs are just doing what they do. Kill is playing – like an all-pro, playing like an all-pro tight end. And then the 49ers paid their fullback $5 million and brought back the fullback position. I mean, the fullback is not only getting paid the most in the NFL as a fullback, he's getting paid more than the next two highest-paid fullbacks combined. So the 49ers are doing things that are, do, that are going well. I just don't like three people. And those three people make it easy for you to dislike a team. And the head coach, the the QB, and the GM are the three faces of the team, of every team. Those are the faces of every team. And those are three faces I could do without. I just don't like them. And I probably don't have much of good reason to not like them, and it's probably – the fans and the media that have made me not like them. But that's how I – and I – it pains me to pick the 49ers. 
it pains me to pick the 49ers. If I were to pick a team I want to win this Super Bowl that is left in the game right now in the playoffs, I would go with the Chiefs. I would probably pick the probably pick the uh, Titans second, and I really don't. I, it, I really don't want either one of the NFC NFC teams to win. I will be I will be an AFC fan, and those that know me know that is I, it is sickens me to say that because I even usually after my team is gone, I'm gonna pick for the teams that would represent its side. No, I can't do it this season. I can't do it. Can't do it. I understand, man. You know, we all have our our stances on these games. And as you can see, you know, like I said, none of our people there, so it's, it's kind of quiet because there's nothing to really get excited about. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, you I know, get you excited at, over football. I get excited just Come for on. the game, you know, period. You know, so, like, I'm excited. Okay, Goldie Hawn over there saying football. <laughs> you sound like Goldie hey. Hawn. Football. You know, um, but it's like you said before, if you're a fan of the game, you're definitely excited just because football's being played today. You don't necessarily – you got something to take up your time and then sit back and enjoy, and you can complain about that you're not necessarily in. You can complain about the bad bad plays because, trust me, all of us are couch coaches. <laughs> Everybody's a couch coach. Oh, man, why did you make that play? Oh, couch the ball. We all do that. I know. I'll be going off sometimes. I do what I can not to, you know, just so my kid, you know, not to be too loud, but – you know, that's what today is about, just really enjoying the game. So when it comes down to it, down to it, you know, for a lot of people it doesn't matter who wins today. For a lot of people it does. But just to enjoy this game and to really see the competitive nature of it. And like I said, I'm just hoping for great games across the board. Two great games a day would be enough for me because if you can look at that, hopefully the Super Bowl will be something, you know, so to watch rather, you know, in spite of who's in it. I think the really Super Bowl is happening do. today. Although, yeah. although, although I didn't get the AFC championship that I wanted, that I expected, I still believe the AFC championship is the Super Bowl. It's the Super I think Bowl. the Super Bowl is happening. I think the AFC championship is, is the Super Bowl. It's happening today. Well, we would definitely That game that takes place in a couple of weeks, a game that takes place in a couple of weeks is being decided today. <laughs> and for those of you who are listening, you know what, y'all can go ahead and cast your votes. You know, give us a call. Let's talk about what you see and what you think. You know, you don't have to be strangers here or, at, at Football Fan Rush. We talk to everybody. Or As far as I'm concerned, we can talk about the Detroit Lions today. Why? No, no we that's not. To tell you no, 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 I don't enjoy talking no, 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 about no, 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 no. the Detroit Lions. We could, that's you want to talk I about care. the Detroit Lions over the 49ers? Wow. Um, right. Uh, that's, that's, and that's, that's a stretch. Y'all know that's how much and how little I have for expectations of any of this. I don't. Ugh. Well, I'll tell you this. Wow. Now, you know, if you look at um, just from the standpoint of, I'm watching. I, I happen to have NFL.com up right now, and they're showing uh, the highlight videos from Derrick Henry. And 
just from you know just from this year alone. And when you look at it, it's not that he's not one of those. He's a stoppable back, but you can't be one of those cats that's scared to go in there and hit and lay a hat on. You know, if you go in there with any kind of fear or any kind of like second doubts, you know, doubts about yourself and your ability to take him out, he's gonna run you over. And he might still run you over just because. <clears throat> but I'm just. You could be confident, and he still might run you over. Let's keep that. That's real. what I'm saying. You know, I'm just watching him, man. And you know, when it's like. You can't be one of those people that just don't wrap him up. You can't be one of those, you know, they cornerbacks and they linebackers can't come with that whole, let me hit you with my shoulder crap. Your shoulder will get hurt. You're going to lose your shoulder. <laughs> you know, well, I have, have definitely, I have put everybody's picks on our Twitter at Football Fan Rush. So follow us on Twitter and you will get to see what our lovely picks are for the day. Pip, pip, cheerio, and all of those wonderful things. Tell us if you Did agree. That, y'all? If you don't Just agree. Wait a minute. Pa, 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 pa. Pa, Did she say pip, 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 cheerio, and all of those good things? I did. She literally said that. I did. Okay, we got Mary Poppins uh, and commentating football today, y'all. Hey, and at least I last longer than the McGregor round in the UFC. 40 seconds out. Y'all got dressed up for that. Man. Oh, Y'all spent money I on pay-per-view for that. that. I love what every part, part of that. that. I'm going to go to work tomorrow. Smack. I mean, Tuesday. I'm not going to work tomorrow. I'm going to go to work Tuesday talking big smack. I'll be at work tomorrow because we don't get that day off. I'm just saying. Happy birthday, Marley. You know we're celebrating it later. <clears throat> Uh, his birthday happened Wednesday or Thursday, I think. I know. It was Wednesday. Yeah, I know. It was Wednesday. But, yes, but back you know. to my tip, tip, cheerio. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. wanted this time, because there are quite a few things that I wanted to discuss. So let's get the simple things out. And we'll start with something that we have forced Bernard to hold in his loins for the last 30 minutes. Bernard, would you like to go ahead and explain the Drew Rosenhaus comment towards your Favorite Antonio Brown player, please. He didn't fire him. Fire him. He conditionally <laughs> fired him. And what, was that conditionally, conditionally fired, fired who? Drew Rosenhaus um, conditionally Rosenhaus. fired Antonio Brown. That's I thought the agent was hired by the player, but okay. He basically has he's said, dropping it. He's dropping you ain't following. He, he, he basically has he's said. He's conditionally dropping him as a client pretty much. Yeah, well, he funny. has said, you not listening to me. You, don't, you, you haven't listened to me. I'm not doing no more for you, but you do anything stupid again, I will never do anything for you. Uh, 3%, I mean, essentially, he gets 3% of everything Antonio Brown brings in. He's basically been fired thus far regardless to 3% of 3% of nothing, nothing is still nothing. nothing. <laughs> 3% of nothing is nothing. So he hasn't been getting any money and basically he's, I told him you want me to spend resources on you and you won't even follow instructions. You can't shut your mouth. You can't close, put your hands down and turn your phone off. So I'm conditionally releasing you. 
And it is ridiculous. What was every how good of a how good of a talent he is? Ridiculous how good of a talent. This is different. Everybody knows I'm a Kaepernick fan, but this is not like the Kaepernick situation. The Kaepernick situation was a lot of players and a lot of teams were trying to basically say his talent is not worth the squeeze. Well, Antonio Brown's territory was, well, we, at first they were basically saying, we'll put up with this, his, his shenanigans because his talent outshines. Well, it has become his talent is not worth the squeeze. The juice is not worth the squeeze anymore with him. And it's like, oh, my gosh. When your agent is saying, I'm tapping out, your agent is usually the one that has your back under any circumstances. And you have to remember, Drew Rosenhaus was T.O.'s agent. Drew Rosenhaus has had some of the biggest miles in football on his roster. And he has put up with a whole lot of madness. He has finally said, I'm done. And for him to say, I'm done, that is saying a whole lot. Everybody else can chime in now. I just, I can't believe it. When you hear conditional firing, he basically hey, well, you said, know. yeah, he, he said, I'm firing you because of your mouth. <laughs> your mouth has written a check you're behind paying cash. And, and, and there's nothing he can do about it, man, because you know, when I'm telling y'all look, man, when when your business team starts to distance themselves from you, you are no longer an asset. You have become an unwanted liability. And even in this, you know, case it's a conditional liability, but still dues a liability. If you you know, your job is supposed to <clears throat> I'm supposed to speak for you, or you're supposed to have lawyers speak for you if you get anything. Why are you opening your mouth? You don't have anything to say at this point. If not, you know, it, it's just some people just don't know how to go sit down and be quiet. Well, he's definitely just one sit, of those people. Yeah, he definitely, yeah, he going he to speak his mind, but he's speaking his mind to the detriment of his own career. <laughs> to his own career. He's doing it to himself, and that's that's the worst part, man. It's, you know, it's always bad to see anything happen business-wise with, with, you know, with a player, but when you're doing it to yourself, man, I, I, it's, I don't have any sympathy to you. For you, I can't sit up here and be like, "Oh, poor Antonio Brown, he's not playing anymore." Why is he not playing anymore? Because he just keep running his mouth, man. All right, he's doing that to himself, and you know, he he can't get on the team right now. Now his age is like, "Yeah, man, I, I think I'm gonna just get this. You know, I'm gonna let you go for cut some of my percentage and some of my losses." And, and that that to me, in, in my opinion, that's a smart business decision. It's a very smart decision for him to start, you know, like, hey, man, if it's, if it's not, it's just like an investment, you know. It's like when you invest in a house and if, if the house ain't working out, you know, you got to drop that money to submit a money pit, you know. And if, if you got a player who's a money pit, man, you got to let him go. Because if it's draining your resources, you're doing everything you can to, you know, keep them out of trouble, and, but they don't want to, you know, allow that to happen because of your actions and what can you do. You know, so your hands are tied. And that's just my opinion, you know. Who am I? I mean, the roller coasters, 
the roller coaster this season that has been Antonio Brown. Mm, mm, mm. It's ridiculous. So now that we've gotten that out the way, and people can ponder on that, because <laughs> Antonio will be Antonio. Let's talk about a few other things. Where do we want to go first? Well, for me, where I'd like to go is I am not happy with um these, uh, the second and possibly third string players on the team. Yes, it's going to sound absolutely crazy. People are going to, of course, I'm a girl, so what is she talking about? Always comes up. But I do remember a time where you could put the second string, I was younger, you could put the second string players in, and the drop-off was very minimal from why they weren't starters. Yes, we know why our superstar players are starters. But right now, what we're looking at, when I look at the Bears, when I look at Minnesota, heck, what what just happened in Seattle, um, I don't see this with the Patriots, but I see it with other teams where the investment in the second-string quarterback or the, the second-string players and the few third-string players are like we just picked a lot of people because we have to have 53 men. They are not, and I know they don't get to play in every single game. Yes, there's a reason why they are not starters. So I'm not expecting them to be starters, but I'm not expecting them. You never know. This is a very dangerous game. It's a game full of injuries. So you never know when your number is going to be called. And definitely with the backup quarterback, their number is going to be called more than anybody. I think the running back position and the QB position – those second string and backup players have to be ready at all times just because those are two of the most injured excuse me, positions on the field, injury-prone positions. And there are just so many teams where you, like, put the backup running back in and he doesn't – I don't – okay, so I catch it. When you snap the ball right, I don't know what's happening here. And I know at some point you guys attend practice, and a lot of teams used to, don't know how many do, even run drills where the backup quarterback has to run a few of these drills and practices with the starters because, like I said, you never know when the number is going to be called. And they put these guys in the game, and I'm confused as if they met him the night before in the lobby of the hotel. Yet the roster says he's been there since the preseason, and so that leaves me a little lost. I don't. I. <clears throat> it's an honor to make the team, and no, you're not going to pay the second and third string players what the starters and stars of the team are making, and a lot of them are just happy to be there. They're getting paid to play a game, a game that children play in the middle of streets at on fields for free just because they love it. And they're getting a ridiculous amount of money to do this. But I just, I don't, maybe it's me, but the, the, the watching the injuries from the starters and yet watching teams still try to get these starting starters to play through their injuries is really starting to bug me because what are all these other dudes doing here then? You mean to tell me that you don't have enough faith and confidence in throwing any one of them in? You just want to, like, 
Hit a dude with some cortisone, send him to the trainer, and watch him jog back out there five minutes later to get totally demolished for the rest of the season. And then you have no choice but to play dude, but you don't really want to play dude. You just rather go get some free agents who were starters once upon a time for several teams and work them out during the week to put them in the game. Why are the other guys here? What is happening? Because you can clearly see with most teams, with 90% of the teams, the huge drop-off of in, in, in play. It's like they just don't even come to practice. It's like, yeah, that's just for the starters and maybe the backup quarterback, of which I'm confused by a lot of them. Chase Daniels, you confuse me. I don't know what's happening with you. Um, when the third-string quarterback for the Bears is better than you, dear Magnaghi and everybody else there, um, what was that? So I just I, – I don't – I don't understand what's going on. I know everybody is a job and people have to get paid, but you could have just put the practice squad out there and they would have been fine. They probably would have played better. I will piggyback off of what you're saying and go a step further. There have been questions in years past about should the QB position or the uh, or even more importantly, the kicker and punter position work against the roster count. I personally believe the kicker position and the punter position should not work against the roster count, and that gives you two more positions. But even with that, I remember in the 80s, and one of my favorite kickers in Bears history is Kevin but- Butthead Butler. He wasn't a kicker. He wasn't a punter. He was a punter kicker, and that one by combined by him playing both positions, it gave the team one more roster spot to keep on the the fifty three man roster. Now I know a lot of teams uh, take the attitude, and I think they increased it to fifty three three positions from back then, while only like forty eight of them suit up or forty nine suit up, uh, because of that position. And it, it is – I'm all about maximizing the roster position because their theory is, well, we want these specialists because they're great, they're grand. I'm all about the combined position players because I would rather have another linebacker, another running back, another QB, another tight end, another football player. And not to say take anything away from the punter kicker because I cannot do what they do. I'm not going to act like I can do what they do. But I'm also not going to act like they're as important as the rest of the team. Well, they uh, my team tackles or on the you know on the field the whole time. They come in and, for and, a, and a specific my, period. <laughs> my team notoriously in in the recent years has been looking for a kicker to replace what we lost in Robbie Gold. And everybody's saying we never should have cut Robbie Gold. Well, we cut Robbie Gold because of the dumb decision of the previous the previous GM to make him the highest paid kicker at the time, nine million guaranteed with a fifteen million dollar fifteen million dollar uh contract. Well, hmm, we could after that contract was signed he became a salary cap casualty. So 
the rest of the NFL knows we're not paying these players this amount of money because they don't mean the same. And when you do pay these players this amount of money, then they become salary cap casualties. So I do understand the importance. Uh, we have a better kicker last season. The Bears make it past uh, make it past that first round. They just do. But going further, I don't disagree with anything Cassandra said. One of the things that I missed, and I completely missed it, player development. Because even back in the day, she talked about the 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 drop off from first string to second string wasn't that much of a drop off. I believe it's less about that it wasn't much of a drop off. I think in week one it was a huge drop off. But I also believe the coaches develop the players throughout the season so that if we need you, or we trust that you will be okay. And they haven't trusted they will be okay in recent years because they haven't developed them in re- recent years. Player development has made a huge drop-off. Huge. Develop these players. De- develop the second string and the third string. They have become uh, – they have basically turned your Clemsons, your Ohio State, your Alabama – into player factories and say we're going to draft from those teams because we ain't going to have to, we're not going to have to develop them once they get to the to the uh, NFL level. Well, no, you should develop them too. Develop the players. And I'm ranting on about this, but the days of getting somebody from Abilene Christian and turning them into a superstar have gone away because there's no player development. Sorry for my rant. <laughs> Why are you sorry? I don't. Why are you probably well, Mike, what is your feel. take on this? That's how you feel, right? Well, well I, I definitely agree. You know, the the point of your drafting and your trades, you know, the point of all that is to be able to build you a team that's com- competitive at least two tiers down. You know, so your first string and your second string should be interchangeable. You know, you shouldn't drop. Nothing should stop because you change your quarterback. Nothing should stop because you change your running back. You know, if you have uh, – if yours – your second string should be just as good, if not almost better than your first string. And that's how – that's the lack of what you're being able to see, in, in, you know, throughout the years. And the Bears are a very good example of that at quarterback, you know, even at running back. And wide receiver. <laughs> they didn't really oh, you're just proving the fact that the Bears need a lot. <laughs> they do. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm looking at the fact that okay, yeah, you went and got a whole new coaching staff. Yay, yay, strong J, strong J. Okay, that's fine. We get that. But if you still got you know the same type of staff as far as your players go. How do you expect us to believe that just because you got that coaching staff, everything will get better? You still got the same players. You still got the oh, same well, people see, making I'm, those. Mistakes. I'm I'm not gonna I'm making not going to you know so I'm not gonna poo poo those decisions because the reason I I literally loved what they did with the with the coaching uh, the player coaches I mean the position coaches. One of the things that I will say is your position coaches are who develop you. 
and oh yeah, yeah, I was, and if they, and if you, and if you don't I have was, great, you know, if, if if you're not staffed with coaches who understand, number one, your, your offensive coach, ha, coaching staff has to understand your offense because that's what they run. So they, they say it's their job to make sure the quarterback knows what he's doing, the backup quarterback knows what he's doing you know, and so on and so forth. But when you look at, you know, the Chicago Bears and just the, the – of you know, we just looking from a backup standpoint, ain't nothing there. No, no, the players nothing, aren't there, but I have I, – I am not going to sit up here and rant about player development. And then when the, then when a team goes out and gets coaches that are notoriously good at developing players, I'm not going to be mad about it. I mean – no, John I'm not Filippo, mad about it. John D. Filippo has no source. Filippo, he, he had went uh, on the road towards being an MVP quarterback, and then he got injured. And then he coached Nick Foles into uh, supporting uh, going on to be a Super Bowl winning QB. He was down there in Jacksonville uh, coaching Minshew, I actually liked it. I also liked that we went and got a a tight ends coach, and a lot of people have been saying, well, we ain't got no great tight ends. Well, we also haven't had a good coach that uh that developed Utilized, tight ends. That, that developed tight that, that position, yeah. But, you know, that all comes down to, you know, what your, what your offensive scheme is about and – you know, in order to in order to have that type of offense, you have to develop it. So I'm I'm, I'm right. not saying anything. I'm not what I you know. I'm not saying anything against the new staff or or, or what have you. Um, hopefully it works. You know, that's that's the whole contention of no, getting I, someone I, new. Um, I will agree with it, the fact that we can't act I'm, like that's the end all be all. I would no, agree with that. No, you know, right. So for me, it's more or less all right. So now you corrected you, you you hopefully you put in place what you believe is is what you need to get your offense back to where it was two years ago at this point, right? So now, if but that means nothing if they don't have the comparable backup that they need. As far as the team goes, if you still I, I can't remember dude's name. I mean that's that's how insignificant he is, he is to me. Um, you know, uh, Travinsky's backup, but. <clears throat> The the fact that that's who you all had his back up for two years, and he, when he's in the game, we lose steps, we lose games. That's not that's not good enough. You need to have somebody who's right behind him, right on his tails, not somebody who you can just throw in there and say, okay, well you the quarterback for this series. Uh, hey, don't even try to win. Don't worry, don't worry about winning the game. Just keep us in the games. Let the defense do it. That's oh, what the that's other the part that I had. That's what I that's that's what I felt get. about Chase Daniels. Chase Daniels did I'm not saying. care. The, he did not care to Bisky like, look, look, I got this job back when all, I come back. When I when I when I get all, back, I, it's my job. He was not afraid know, and, that he and, lost the position and, at all. And the problem and the problem with how how the Bears draft is they don't draft like that. They draft a safe second string quarterback. They don't draft somebody to push. I'm like, dude, it's you know, you should be at. It, it, it's the league, man. Everybody in there's supposed to be elite. We know that's not the case, but everybody is supposed to be elite. So if you go out and get this starting quarterback, you believe me, man. You better have somebody to push in so he do his job. Because if he feels like his job is always the same, because the backup ain't that good, how does that really help? 
He's comfortable. He don't really have. I just go out here and do what I need to do. No, man, you need something to push you. You need somebody. They need some man. To, for the fact that we could have had Patrick Mahomes, or we could have had Deshaun Watson, we could have had any. Oh, uh, we could go way back. We could go. We could. I mean, you, 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 I mean, you could run I mean down if we want to go there, I'm still, you know, I'm still mad at the Bears for draft for uh, for thinking uh, Cedric Benson. Uh, we didn't need to draft Adrian Peterson because we got Cedric Benson. I'm still man. mad about that. Biggest, biggest mistake. <laughs> we don't need Adrian so, Peterson because we got Cedric Benson. Um, biggest you, mistake. You so if you, uh, go ahead. Uh, we, 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 we let Randy Moss go right past us. Right past us. Twice that's the, and that's, 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 that's what I'm like talking about, dude. Really when it comes down to it, you know, if you really want, if you really want to be a contender in this game, man, you got to do what New England does. They stack well, too I deep. Will, I will say, but I will say the this. reason a why lot of, I, a lot the of, reason why okay the reason why I don't usually do the revisionist history is because hindsight is always twenty twenty. But the ones yeah. that piss me off, the ones that piss me off, are the Adrian Petersons and the Randy Mosses because the teams the during the draft season they ask about these players. And then mm-hmm. they say, no, we already have this one. So no, you don't. The, <laughs> the, the, the Patrick Mahomes, Mitchell Trubisky, Deshaun Watson one, that one, the, the person they drafted does not make me as upset. Like, I know a lot of people say we should have picked Mahomes or we should have picked Watson. Well, first off, Mahomes wasn't on most people's radar in the way that Trubisky and and Watson was. Most people, all of the quote unquote experts, were were going into that draft. The uh, going into that draft, most people were saying the only QB worth looking at was Trubisky. This is a bad draft for quarterbacks. This is not worth mm. this conversation. They they were they, everybody was saying the only one worth looking at the only one worth drafting was Trubisky. I didn't have issue with Trubisky. I had issue with trading up to get Trubisky because they only traded up one spot because mm-hmm. they were worried they were worried that somebody else, yeah, somebody else would trade. They weren't worried that somebody else was going to pick them. They weren't worried that somebody else was going to pick them. They were worried that somebody else was going to trade with the Niners because there were other teams out there trying to trade with the Niners as well. All they were doing was trading with the Niners to prevent someone else to trade with the Niners. That's the decision a, I had a problem which with. A, which, which is a dumb strategy um, because that doesn't get you what you need. Right. I'm going to block you. I want to do this so I can block somebody else from getting it. But in the meantime, because they still would, you know, they still would have had the number three pick, and they still could have because the, the theory was that somebody else was going to draft uh, Trubisky at number two. There was a theory, there was there was thought out there that Trubisky was going number two regardless, and he was not going to be available at number three. And the Bears did not want to be left with Watson or Mahomes. That's what the the problem was. The Bears knew they were getting a QB. They felt like Watson and Mahomes were not that great. And if we keep it 100, nobody was looking at Mahomes. As great as Mahomes is, he has a great coaching staff that knows how to draw it out of him. 
Now, the Deshaun Watson one, I think that's all Watson. I think that's all Watson. I think Mahomes is in the right place for the right team with the right coaching staff. And regardless of how good he is, he would be good anywhere. But he's great with Kansas City. He would be good at any team in the NFL. With Kansas City, he's great. I think Deshaun Watson would be. I think Deshaun Watson would be who he is purely off his talent. I think Trubisky, with the right coach, could be in the conversation. He's in the wrong coaching situation. I think of those three QBs, the only one that, with hindsight, would be good even with a bad coaching situation is Deshaun Watson. I think he has pure talent. Pure, pure, unadulterated talent. And people forget what the conversation was around Trubisky going into the draft. And they forget only because of how he hasn't produced what these other two players were. I'm not going to sit up here and profess that he's the same thing because he's not. I'm just not going to sit up here and act like if Trubisky was a great QB right now that we wouldn't be okay with as well. We are only we are only upset at the draft because of what he has not produced. Agreed. Well, you know, no, I agree. I, I understand. Agree, I understand know. exactly where you're. When you look at it. Yeah, when you look at it from that standpoint, it's like, all right, man, you know, you drafted someone one that high, you expect some type of consistency. Mm-hmm. So, and I still don't hold you know, because that rookie season, that rookie season having Mike Lennon being the starting QB, even putting Mike Lennon on the roster was stupid to begin with, and then having and then having the worst coach in the world to draft a QB at number two. You don't go get John. You don't have John Fox, and then give him a Ferrari. You have John Fox and give him an SUV or a pickup truck. John <laughs> Fox is. A, I mean, that's a, that's essentially what John Fox was. Per- that's why John Fox was perfect for Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard was so great of a running back. He was a he was a ground and pound type of running back, and that's why his numbers looked so great. While John Fox was. A, was the head coach. The moment that John Fox is not the head coach, Jordan Howard's numbers don't look the same at all. You don't give him a Ferrari when you should have gave him a pickup truck. <laughs> and yes, I understand that I'm using a business Man, you went in, in, the, in the same conversation with a Ferrari. Yes, I understand that. But that's essentially what they – I mean, all right, so maybe he's not a Ferrari. Maybe he's a Corvette. Oh, but the, but, the, but, the, but, the, but the, the point still is there. You don't give him a QB. He is not a QB coach. And I think you all get my point. Yeah, yeah. But it is, I mean, it is know, a funny comparison, I know. When it comes down to it, man, you know, Chicago has definitely going to have to do a lot of – all the teams who are not – who have who didn't do anything this year, or you know, were just quote unquote on the cusp. Definitely have a lot of improvement to do across the board. Um, 
and even those who I, who have gotten close, you know, there's some things they still have to improve on. But this whole, you know, the one thing we like to see, man, you know, I've been playing football. I played football pretty much the majority of my life. Uh, and the one thing that makes a great game, man, is is the skill level across the board. You know, when when you can run, when you when you can stack your team, you know, your first team or your second team, and possibly even your third team if you need to, because your third team pretty much should be coming from, you know, your um, special teams players. You know, who are most time at very most times interchangeable. You know, at a running back position or another skill player position. Um, but if you can be smart, man, and, you know, we all know it's a gamble, obviously. <clears throat> but the key is being able to know who really fits your system. And then the key is also being able to build a system that's not going to fall because you have one person go down who happens to be your quarterback and your backup quarterback ain't shit. But that's yeah, the person that's, you drafted. That's, that's been my, but that's been my biggest issue with a lot right, of things. you know, so um, – it's yeah, gonna happen. So, you know, it's like, just a, a very, it, it's an injury-prone game. My goodness, looking at Derrick Henry on the screen is that makes no do. sense. That yeah, that makes sense. Dude, they all they do is play back a little. Uh, I'm watching all little, you know, little recaps from all, from, the, with, from all the 14s, right? And when he, it's just when the dude runs, it's just like. He runs with straight power, and he's fast. So they like he's slow, and you know he ain't one of those. He ain't gonna put. You so know, what you're basically he, saying is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is a Ford Raptor. Uh, he's a pickup truck. He's, he's, he's a Ferrari. He's a Ferrari. He's a Ferrari. A Ford dirt. Raptor. He, he might he be that new Tesla SUV, like a Ford Raptor. I would have at least gave him a two fifty or three fifty. Good grief! Yeah, because he's, he's, he's. Oh no 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 no. If you if you're not a pickup truck person, the, the Raptor is the is the fast truck. The Raptor is what they put out and, there and in I, the NASCAR it, series. It, but I'm not that, talking man. fast because it's not fast. Nah. He's huge and Just, powerful, and that's right. the thing. He like he's, he's huge. He's like, he he, 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 he know, he's powerful. Dude. He's powerful and he's fast. He is powerful. He has girth with speed. Because most Man, of the running backs, are fast. I guarantee you. they are fast or they're big. He is fast and big. Both. He's both. He's a great combination yeah, of both. Yeah, he is. And that's, that's why I would not have. I would not have given him that Tesla truck. That Tesla truck is ugly. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that to him. It is ugly. That's great. It's extremely powerful. Yeah, it's not cute. It's it's not cute. It looks like something from Mad Max for the Thunderdome, but yeah. it is what it right, is. Right, right, right. But since we got a, like a few minutes before we get off, um, so we have some more time to talk. Renard, why don't you go ahead and tell them where they can find us, and then we'll chat it up and get out of here. See, you can always find us on the Football Fan Rush Network um, on blogtalkradio.com slash footballfanrushradio. You can also find us at, excuse me, on the Facebook at facebook.com slash footballfanrushradio. You can also find us on Twitter at Football Fan Rush. You can do a search for us on any of your favorite podcast apps. My favorite is the Apple Podcast app. And just go into Apple Podcasts and do all podcasts and just do a search for Football Fan Rush Radio. And there you have it, people. 
So, you know, like we were just saying, it definitely as we move on with today's games um, between the Titans, Chiefs, and Titans and the 49ers, um, obviously for those teams and those fans, everything is at stake because they're different. who wants to see their team not go to the Super Bowl. But as far as well, other things nobody, in the league that are coming up, <clears throat> I know, you know what I'm saying? You know, as far as other things, yeah, man, we definitely want to see some changes in how they draft and how they, you know, staff these teams up so that, you know, it's more enjoyable to watch. You don't want to see your team lead and then when the uh, starting quarterback and starting running back uh, get hurt, they can't put somebody in there and wind up losing the game because of one or two people. That doesn't make any kind of sense in this league. You know, everybody is, is supposedly an elite player. I'm not taking anything just from people. If you're getting paid the money, that's what they said you are. But, oh, I'm taking some. I'm taking some uh, some stuff away from Chase Daniels. Don't don't <laughs> have him on nobody. He shouldn't be on anybody's roster next season. Not just the Bears roster. He shouldn't make a roster next season. I'm taking stuff away from him. He gonna make a roster next season. Watch. Why? Better we, just hope he don't make your roster next season. And y'all be squad. Somebody would have had to abduct something if he is really back on the roster. And I know what the excuse is going to be. He already knows the play. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.